You gotta color your state in. Yeah, you can color your state in. It's actually weird because there's somebody being hung on the picture. Is it really? No, there's no. not. <laughs> it's like dolphins eating pizza. God, pizza sounds not, so not good. Not for I'm so hungry. <laughs> Hey, everybody, that's my least favorite part of the show <laughs> is coming in <laughs> like we just heard a cool rock song for the theme, and now I'm like, oh, all right, we're here and ready to rock and roll. It's very awkward, but I enjoy it. I'm looking at my friends and my guests here today, and I'm very excited. All these wonderful women in front of me, it's wonderful. It makes me think of the movie Wonder Woman. I go to movies quite often, and this really happened. I saw Wonder Woman, and there's a big scene where she's in her costume for the first time. And some guy in the theater, a couple of rows behind me, shouted, Take it off! In the middle of the movie theater when she was in her costume for the first time. But then not three seconds later, also shouted, Why did I say that? <laughs> he reflected so quickly and changed his mind and just had an epiphany in the middle of the <laughs> no man yeah, plan yeah. scene of Wonder Woman. It's heart grew three sizes that <laughs> day. That is so weird. It's very, very weird. And yeah. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for joining us here to Overstated with Stephen Kropa. I am the titular host, Stephen Kropa. This is the show where I bring on a friend, a peer, a compatriot to talk about a state where they are from or formed. And then after that, I have some more friends, peers, compatriots to improvise a scene taking place in that state's capital. It's light, it's fun, and it can't be done without the man running the ones and twos, Mr. Logan Dean. Logan, have you been to today's state? Yes. Great. Thanks so much for the info. I know who someone else who has been to this state as well. It's our guest, John Pernicek. Hello, John. That is Woo. not how you said it. Did I say it wrong? <laughs> he said he said you were going to ask him. I, said, I did ask him. And he I said am, I said it right. Pernicek? I am not a Russian Cossack. Fleeing <laughs> <laughs> for his very life. This is my solemn promise. I'm not Please. going to edit it. <laughs> Please. John Pernicek. Yes. Okay. All right. I do. All right. Surely you have room. <laughs> John, you are here to talk to us about... Kentucky. Yay! Yay! Kentucky! Kentucky! Yay! Yeah! <laughs> Am I the only one that heard that? <laughs> John, how long did you live in Kentucky? Are you a natural-born Kentuckian? Yes, I okay. was born and raised there. We didn't move anywhere during my childhood, so minute I was born through graduation of high school, uh, and even then, I uh, went to a state school in Kentucky, so... Oh, wow. I didn't get out of Dodge until post-college. Okay. Yeah. I've never been to Kentucky, so what can you tell me that I wouldn't know as someone who's never been there? I feel like I don't really even know the basics, and I think sometimes my mom gets angry with me because I remember <laughs> a very specific moment where I couldn't come up with the capital, and she said, well, it's Lexington, and I was like, okay, fine. Please don't get mad at me. <laughs> is it Lexington? Because based off of my Google research, that is not the capital of Kentucky. <laughs> well, I may have gotten it wrong. Again, sorry, mommy. <laughs> What's your research telling you? It's Frankfurt. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> For one shining moment, Lexington <laughs> felt the warmth of the <laughs> What was it like growing up in Kentucky? Uh, well, I grew up in Owensboro, Kentucky, mm -hmm. which is, it's it's small, but it's, Kentucky on Wikipedia is like distinguished as like Appalachian, but I don't think Owensboro, I don't think of it as being Appalachian at all because it's not mountainous yeah, no. and it's not, it's not technically small by Kentucky standards. It's got about 116,000 people at this point. And at this point, it's like fairly built up. They're just sort of raising anything and everything and putting down mini plaza after mini plaza oh. until everything is just sort of a blight. <laughs> so if anything, my, my strongest 
and it's not a very positive reaction. It, it is not especially interesting. I, I do think of it. I'm as so glad being, we're doing a whole show about. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yes. <laughs> I think of it as being very bland. I mean, for the longest time, we had staples in the community that you would think uh, would have, you know, vanished into dust long ago. I, I'm pretty sure there's still a Books a Million. Books a Million. If you don't have Barnes Noble. Okay. If you don't have Walden Books. Walden Books is not even like... If you don't have Borders. If you don't have Borders. Okay. Yeah. Borders and Barnes Noble, they're... The big ones. They're Those gasping are the... for breath, but the yes. others have long since died. <laughs> but Books a Million, yeah, there's it's enormous. I remember even back in the early 2000s when I was in high school, you couldn't really find... It was an enormous bookstore that had no books. And every yeah. time you asked for a book, they said, well, we can order it for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this was like pre-boom like boom online shopping. And it was like, well, even then my attitude was like, well, no. Because <laughs> you you've failed me. You're a bookstore that has... That no. does not have my book. What's something quintessential? Like when you think about growing up and actually living there for most of your life, someone says Kentucky, you're like, oh, yeah. I, I hope it's not the books a million, but no, it could be something. It's not the books a million. It's not the FYE that somehow survived. Oh my like, god! For your entertainment. entertainment. <laughs> Where DVDs cost thirty five dollars. Yes. Blu rays cost I don't know fifty eight dollars. <laughs> Would you like this Legolas cutout? Oh my god. <laughs> You don't? <laughs> well, I'll take it with you anyway. Uh, I never really had much of it as a kid growing up, but Owensboro is very distinctly connected with Burgoo. Uh, what what is that? Burgoo is just sort of a mashup stew. It's sort of a riff on like, I was looking, I barely skimmed this one. It's in the Wikipedia, <laughs> but it's like Irish stews. Uh, okay. It's just a, a sort of a remix of that. So you just throw in everything. It's just kind of this like, I mean, it doesn't look good. It doesn't like have like a really appetizing visual flair, uh, <laughs> but it's just a hot, thick, <laughs> thick slash runny. It's thick and runny somehow. So they did it. They cracked it. Yeah. And so okay. it's associated uh, also with like, I think you can get it at Moonlight Barbecue. Moonlight Barbecue is a restaurant in Owensboro. And I remember that a lot because it's not on YouTube. You think this everything's on YouTube, but there's a good commercial for it where a uh, very large, very bearded man mm -hmm. sits in an all, like much like this uh, recording studio that we're in, except it's all wood. And he's playing maybe like a, like a banjo, and he sings, It's down on Parish Avenue, that's Moonlight Barbecue. And it's a good jingle. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, I don't even think they included a lot of shots of the restaurant. It was mainly just they wanted to focus on him. And yes, he's song. the star. He's uh -huh. the star. This is the official music video of the Moonlight Barbecue jingle. So I think of that. Apparently, I, I couldn't find any real confirmation of this, but as a kid, I always heard that Bill Clinton came to Owensboro to oh. have some burgoo, or we sent burgoo to him, or oh. they met in the middle. <laughs> it's probably not true at all. Uh, so yeah, burgoo is uh, something I associate with it a lot. Not to go too, too deep into it, because it's it's a grisly story that's not uplifting or, or okay. delightful, but we are the site of the last public hanging. Oh. Uh, it was in 1936, and it was such a debacle that the Kentucky State Legislator, uh, when they next met, decided that they were never going to do that again. We were the last public hanging in America. When was that? 1936. Okay. That's yeah. sooner than I thought it would be. The, the media really jumped all over it because one of, the, one of the components of the story was the sheriff was a woman. She was the mm. wife of a sheriff who had died, and she inherited the position. And from what I can, the, the story seems a little muddled, but I think the controversy was they wanted her, like any sheriff, to throw the lever, mm. and she didn't want to. Oh. Uh, and that caused some controversy. I think there might have been an angle of like, well, you can't really be the sheriff unless you can put your <laughs> oh, hand God. on that lever and make this happen. And she, she just opted out. And it was such a public spectacle that I think the Kentucky's, Kentucky, like 
I, I also think of Kentucky as like taking a little bit too long to come sure. to terms okay. with certain things like the last public hanging after long after many People other were done. Yes. literally everyone else had mm-hmm. stopped doing it. Uh, and Kentucky is, you know, considered like a border state. So it, I think it likes to think of itself as, oh, we were on really neither side during the uh, that great civil war. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, mm, well, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure the citizens <laughs> themselves had opinions. Yes, Kentuckians, the Swiss of America. Mm. What was it like growing up? What were some things that you did that you're like, if I grew up anywhere else, this would not have happened? Again, we don't have especially like strong, but I think the people that I know who are from like the, the smaller mountain towns, mm-hmm. th- they seem to have like really good uh, singular stories that like could only sort of take place there. Uh, Owensboro is broad enough to where, well, I say broad, it's like obscenely white. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like you're getting like a lot of different perspectives. I would say that you were never going to experience theater the way that you would have uh, in Owensboro because it's a very small, very small scene because there's one theater. It's the Owensboro Theater Workshop, I believe, and I think they might do like one or two shows a year. And then you could potentially, I think you could potentially see shows at Kentucky Wesleyan College where my mom and dad went, which is a uh, private uh, religious school, but I'm not sure what the denomination would be. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, you're going to be pretty hard-pressed to find. You know what? Uh, Gallagher came. Oh, we have we have a venue known as the River Park Center, and I saw the Nutcracker there a few times, and I saw Gallagher there three times. Was it was he better each time? I honestly do remember him getting more conservative. The, oh it, wow! He, okay, he shifted from the majority of his humor being prop based, mm-hmm. and it started becoming more rant based, oh. and it started shifting into like you know people are soft nowadays, and this, that, and the other, and then the next time I come, I'm going to be even more politicized. Did he still do the watermelon? Oh, absolutely, the sledgematic. Is that what it's called? I didn't know the, that there was a uh, title hammer, for it. The hammer is called the Sledgematic. It is a large hammer that he made, <laughs> and he used it to smash uh, watermelons, of course, but also diapers filled with uh, beans and corn uh, and other oh things. Oh, my gosh. I only know that about Gallagher, mm-hmm. but you've seen him three times. Was that like a punchline that he was building up to? The Sledgematic was the absolute epic finale to every show. But was it like, and you know what? Being a parent is rough because sometimes this happens and you smash the diaper full of beans, or here's the thing I'm going to smash. You guys love it. It was purely distilled down to the sheer spectacle oh of gosh. TV smashing. I did not the, yeah, there's realize no, that. There was no setup. It's just, guys, you know what time it is, and people just started getting everybody in the first front. <laughs> I was wearing the plastic. Everyone's wearing the, yes, everyone's oh wearing God. the plastic. Get your plastic on because those watermelon bean diapers are coming away. <laughs> and one time he came and he had thrown out his shoulder doing it. So he had a great big muscle man for him. <laughs> Very, I remember him being very tall, like something out of a... It was David Prowse, the body of Darth Vader. Let's, let's say. What a, what a get. What a, what a delicious get. And yeah, I just remember he, he, would, he would call out people in the audience, like a lot of crowd work, but like insult-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thought he was Don Rickles, but like, I guess, He's for sure. the sloppy generation. Oh my gosh. I'm the sloppy Don Rickles. And you went three times. Yeah, because I loved him. I thought he was just so funny. <laughs> Were they birthday presents? They were absolutely, yeah. They were like special occasion okay. treats. Yeah. And so, yeah, that that was always a big thing when he would come to town. Because I don't necessarily think a lot of comedians go through Owensboro. I know Jeff Dunham goes through Owensboro a lot. And that scans, yeah. That's def- Gallagher, <laughs> Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. Um, I don't necessarily think, like, you're not going to see Mulaney. Right. Going to the River Park <laughs> no. Center in Owensboro, no. Kentucky. Uh, he could certainly go. I'm sure they, I'm sure. they would book him. <laughs> right. Not knowing who he was. <laughs> they just saw Comedy Central on his resume, and they're like, okay, come yep. here. Do you have any siblings? Yes, I do. One uh, younger sibling. 
uh, my brother Shane. Uh, was there anything maybe you went through living in Kentucky that then wasn't around when he came up? There's only a two-year age gap. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't necessarily think that there's anything that I would have experienced that he would have missed. Yeah. My brother has high-functioning uh, autism, so that really had a huge impact on my childhood mm-hmm. because I think for the longest time I had this very entitled sort of resentment uh, that I had to really kind of battle with. And I, I, I still feel bad about it to this day. I, I think all siblings think of themselves as, you know, I could have been a better sibling in my own way, like, like whether or not you're, like, older or younger. I don't know. I'm the oldest, and I think I did a great job, but that's... Well, that's... <laughs> You stand on your own two feet and I you stand, say, yeah. I, I'm here. Uh, mm-hmm. My past self does not exist. And the person you see in front of you is yeah, perfect. It's all I've ever been. It's quite intimidating. <laughs> Has anyone been on a first date with Trump? <laughs> it's very intimidating. It's really, few people have. You keep expressing your regrets over this ZD, but I have none. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was definitely okay. a big influence in sort of just being the sibling to someone who had autism. Right. He dealt with a lot of like, uh, sensory overload, so that sort of impacted like where we could go uh, and what we could do. So after a while, of course, like I realized like that those those resentments and like mm-hmm. irritations were just immature, and I needed to sort of get over them. So I did, and now I'm a perfect person. Well, as we all are, yeah, yeah, filled with regret. <laughs> uh, yet perfect. <laughs> Growing up, it was just weird in general because I came I came out of the closet my junior year, mm-hmm. and uh, half the half the time I look back on that and I think that I almost did it just as a way of sort of. Uh, slapping down a gauntlet and just being sure. like, yeah, that's right. I am different. And I will use it as a way to combat everyone <laughs> in <laughs> my life. <laughs> what was that like? Were you the first person that you knew to come out? Or was it like, look, I just came out as bi this year. And people are like, uh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's a nice reception to <laughs> well, have. Yeah, it's <laughs> better than negative. Yeah, it's, it's mostly disinterest. They're like, okay, sure. I'm like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> I'm more of my truer self than I've ever been. <laughs> I don't need a ticker tape, right? But it was something I was like, oh, it was something that has been there for a while. If I knew that was, quote unquote, an option, I would have done that in high school. But I didn't because I was just like, oh, it's very binary. It's straight or gay. We didn't really talk about that. That was the conversation for me all through like college. Okay. Like a lot of people having some really negative attitudes about mm-hmm. bisexuality. Like just very poisonous, toxic. Like by now, gay later. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not. Like people just literally right. say in people's faces like, yep. you're not. That's cute. Oh, yeah, but yeah. like. You're not you're not bi. Yeah. You're gay. Mm-hmm. You're in college and you're in the theater program and men want to fuck you, so that means you're gay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so congrats. Yeah. But what I'm getting at <laughs> is how close to Love Simon was your growing up? Oh I grew up you know in a house filled with nothing but creams. Just cream walls and cream sheets. And my mother Hand wore a creams, cream face turtleneck cream. and she looked she was fifty and she looked thirty. And I got large headphones uh, right out of the box and I was just like, yeah, yum, yes, my headphones. And my dad uh, didn't know what Grinder was. It was funny. I haven't seen this movie, but that was a great preview. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like it. It's I like I like Love Summon a lot. I and do. I always remember. I'm like, oh right, but they are very rich. Yeah. They have money coming mm. out of trees, just exploding <laughs> trees that burst into money. It's like a Nancy Myers nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Creams. There are a lot of yeah. scenes Creams. in the kitchen, Creams. so that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kitchen islands. Yes. <laughs> But in terms of like coming out at that time, the one of the ways that I did it was I wrote an edit. I wrote on the school newspaper, which was the Big Red Machine. It's a good vocal warm up, and I would suggest. Is that what it's it. called? The, the Big, Big Red, Red Machine. Machine. Okay. And I wrote an editorial about how people should be more willing to 
embrace the idea of like the fact that there are gay students at the school. Mm -hmm. Oh, and to answer your question, I was not the only person I knew. There uh -huh. was an older student who I made friends with when I was a freshman, and I, that sort of literally knowing a person mm -hmm. sort of unlocked and started some gears going, and I realized like, oh, right, that's yeah. exactly what's going on uh, with myself. But I wrote an editorial for the paper sort of decrying you know, just homophobia and mm -hmm. trying to, I invoke the Bible. I think I tried to like appeal to that angle of like, oh, yeah. ha have we not read the Bible? <laughs> Does not the Bible say, kiss the gays and hold them close? Yeah. Tiny dancer. And nobody bought it. Everybody thought oh. it was bullshit. And everybody like fucking raised me and ragged me for yeah. like a really long time. Uh, and then I suggested doing a follow-up and it was like the, it was like the crew of the newspaper, the staff, not the crew. It was like the <laughs> staff of the newspaper had like a collective panic attack. They were like, nah, that's, that's fine. I think we've, we've done one. <laughs> one editorial every 48 yeah. years. That's fine. <laughs> um, Jonathan, you're mad with power. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did a lot of theater in high school. I was going to ask. That was my next question. Not good. What were The theater was not good or uh, what were your, what were your big gets? What were my big gets? Um, I played a character in the Miracle Worker that was meant to be black. Okay. Uh, as did another character. It was very strange. And it was not good. Miracle Worker <laughs> was not good. Um, it's not necessarily even like that strong of a script. So no. when you start fucking with it, they, they open with a number from Big River. We stole the number from Big River, the musical about Huckleberry Finn, played it on the sound system, and we did sign language. We did sign language to oh I Am God. Waiting for the Light to Shine from that Big River. Good. We were that good. <laughs> we practiced and we practiced. But at the time, you guys were all like, this is so good. Mm -hmm. And this is so deep. Oh, yeah. And we are really... I have lived in the darkness for so long. Do you still know it? <laughs> no. Okay. I was like, I don't I know. I shouldn't even be doing yeah. vague gestures. That's <laughs> not good. doing gestures. Not doing I don't know gestures. any sign language. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we, did, we did the miracle work. We took it to a competition. Oh, wow. Like a statewide. Does anyone know Kate Kershaw? Yes. Uh, Kate Kershaw mm -hmm. was there. I didn't know her, but like, I, oh, wow. they did like a Victorian era like comedia piece with like full wigs oh, and wow. like dresses out to here. And we were like, hi, here's a cutting of the miracle worker. The entire play <laughs> distilled into 15 minutes. Is it just that one scene? The big scene from Miracle Worker, we all know, the, the, like the food fight, like what is essentially like a giant food fight. Scene I don't even know what you're talking Worker. about. I meant the the Wawa. Uh, well, of course. yeah, the Wawa. Of course. <laughs> Wawa. I think we got a little bit of Act One. Okay. We jumped to the food fight, and then we went to Wawa. Gotcha. And then we said, and uh, first place. It's very funny to me because Wawa is a convenience store on the East Coast, and it's, it's my the best. it's the best convenience store. Where do you think they got the name? Is it? Uh, it's would not be, no, it's territory that I mean to. <laughs> <laughs> well, how big was the theater department at your high school? It's gotten a lot bigger back in the day, my day, the only day. Yes. <laughs> back when it was good. <laughs> it was small. I think we mm -hmm. only had about maybe 15 to 20 people. Oh, wow. There was the drama department, which was run by one teacher, and then another teacher did the musical. Oh. So there was the yearly musical. She had... Did you do any of those? I did. I, I was in Anything Goes, and I got to be an effeminate Brit. Ooh. And then the next... That was my junior year. And then the next year, I wanted to be Rooster and mm -hmm. Annie, and they cast me as FDR. And I said, no, I quit. <gasps> Because I wanted to Scandal. be a rooster. Oh, my God. And then I went to go see the production, and I was like, mm, that ain't rooster. <laughs> yeah. I was broadsword pirate in Pirates of Penzance. What is broadsword? Well, it was the only sword that they had for me, so it was a broadsword. It was like a yeah, Game of Thrones-style yeah. sword that I carried around that they didn't have a, what is it called? Scabbard. A scabbard. So I had to hold it the whole play, like, in my hand. 
What do you mean you were on stage? I was on stage time? holding it like on my hip as if it was in a scabbard. And then when I would do a sword fight, I would unsheath it from just my palm. Why did you have to have a broadsword? Because that was the only one yeah. they had. We had everyone had swords and we all and someone brought in all of their riding shoes because they had oh. horses. So we all wore riding boots as pirate boots. Sure. And we had a trap door and I fell through the trap door, just one <laughs> leg, and it scratched this leather riding boot and she's like you have to pay me for that i was like no, no i don't you took the risk yeah you took the risk by like <laughs> right. by high school children. right yeah. yeah pirates of penzance that's hard it was for a high school it I was think. fun but it was also where as inspiration my our drama teacher went guys we have to have fun like not all of you are going to be actors in the future look at steve he's having a great time he's never going to act again and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm not that's fun. I mean, we've all been severely insulted yeah. as actors growing up at <laughs> right. some point, right? right. Yeah. But it's funny because my mother worked at the school and still does. It's the school that they all went to. And when that happened, she mama hand it down there and was like, how dare you? Mama. Mama yeah. went down. Mama, 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 mama went down and <laughs> then you, got me Wawa and we <laughs> talked about it. Do you see my son's wrist? He's been holding that broadsword for hours and it's, it's, it's bruising it's and bruising. it's swollen. Yeah. What was the inspiration of getting into theater for you in Kentucky? Let's bring it back to why we're here. I think in high school, at a certain point, one of my earliest memories of thinking that theater was something like that was really great and something mm-hmm. that I wanted to get into was, I think at that River Park Center venue, there was a touring production of Frankenstein that Ooh. came through. It's just this play adaptation of Frankenstein. And I remember it being really good. And I think at that point, well, no, because I, I think I saw that in high school, but I, I was doing shows in middle school as yeah. well. So um, I think at a certain point, there was, a, there was a puberty musical. Okay. A musical about puberty called Coming of Age. And they were going to oh. do it. I was in the sixth grade, and I just decided, oh, I am going to do that. I am going to audition for that. And I was terrible, and I was put in the choir. Mm-hmm. You know how musicals have choirs. Yes. Not ensemble. <laughs> large choir. Where there's a choir on stage the whole time? We had an enormous set of risers, and we all sat down That's during the book scenes. Oh, my and God. And we stood up during the songs. We did an Earth Day play Ooh. in, like, the same age, and our choir just stood in the wings. Oh, how professional. So we stood in the wings. <laughs> like, you can't be seen. Don't. If you can see people, that means they can see you. We want the music to, we want your voices to be heard, but we don't want you to be seen. How long was this Earth play? <laughs> like 45 minutes. Mm, sounds like a long Earth play. <laughs> I was Earn the Fern number two. I was oh, Fern number two, but I gave myself a name. Little Steven, even they're like, what's a funny Fern name? Fern. That's funny. Yeah. Short for Ernie. And I remember the other Fern, his mother used fake tree branches and like made it like a sexual vine. And my mom just took long, like the long construction paper you have from school green construction yeah. paper and drew leaves on it and then laminated it and cut a hole in it for my head to go through almost <laughs> like a almost like a poncho oh but it did it curved down but it curved down oh because it was laminated but it was yes. laminated so i just had this cut around my neck as if i had been <laughs> as if i had been in a failed hanging <laughs> it's been weeks and yet my neck's <laughs> Mama? I was Brad Pitt from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> like, that's how bad the, the cut was. Do you remember what your line was? It was just hi. What? <laughs> it was just hi, what hello. Then did the other urn talk to you? In the other, no, and then we had, then we did like peas and carrots or watermelon or whatever to each other. Oh. You had yeah. to do on stage, like musical theater ensemble acting. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. Why would he say that? Yes. And I remember this, I think, is the impetus for me doing performance. And I wonder if you had a moment like this. And this is my question. We did just a review of Disney songs. 
and I was we did Timon and Pumbaa, and my big thing was like, why don't we do a dance with the song? And like, what would we do? I was like, the Macarena actually matches this. So we did Aguna Matata, but we were just like, Aguna Matata, Aguna Matata. Aguna. The fun thing about the Macarena is it could be applied to That's really anything. Really anything. But I remember doing that in front of parrots and like people legit lost their minds. And I was so, I was like, I want this feeling forever. The janitors had such a hard time afterwards because everyone just shit themselves. They were like, so many, yeah, like oh my God. Well, it was just, I'm sure it was just relief because it was something different. It was just like. It sounds so different. Well, nobody, I'm just saying like as opposed to kids just talking ahead, singing or whatever. And we were like, oh, we're going to do this little thing. How long was the Disney review? Oh, About I don't, we, we, did, <laughs> we did all of the like class. We did every song from Lion King, every song from Aladdin and every song from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, so would the would the Lion King have been the most recent? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Entry into the canon. <laughs> yes, that was entry. So I played Pumbaa. I, I got to sing Pumbaa songs, and I was Lumiere, okay. and so I did the whole show with my hands up like this. <laughs> <laughs> and for our listeners, I have my two arms up. You're doing a stiff Avita. I'm doing a stiff Avita. <laughs> Goalpost, a little bit, not not all the way up. I'm doing straight ninety degree on my two arms. They also lit your hands on. Fire. And they lit my hands. I I, was, I put my hands into that. Glycine and I was like, light it up. <laughs> when I was in college, at a certain point, there was a musical theater tour troupe that was led by a guy who thought he wanted to do be our guest, and he thought because it was a touring group, and so like costumes weren't involved, you right. would just wear sort of formal wear. His idea was, he was like, I've always wanted to do it with people wearing signs around their necks, saying things like dish, bowl. Spoon, not the best idea. Uh, maybe a little But he always wanted to do it. <laughs> he has never done keeps it. him up he at night. <laughs> I have him sitting on a million dollar idea right now. <laughs> just, the signs would be Label so people. Did you have a moment like that? I know we did like a lot of New Jersey Central plays, but like that moment sticks out to me. I was like, that was the first rush. I, I did high school speech and debate, but within that, there were a lot of just performative events that you could do that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with like actual knowledge or right. uh, intellectualism. Uh, so I did improv, both comedic and dramatic. Okay. And then I also did a piece called Frontier Mortician, which was bonkers corny and like was filled with like puns and required you to play like nine, 19 different characters or something like that. And I delivered it with the propulsive insanity of like a person who's like dying, like <laughs> the, the biggest, most idiotic comedic sensibilities you could ever see on display. And But people did seem to like always get a, a huge kick out of mm-hmm. it. I remember like this really tiny kid just came up to me and he was like, are you in my round? Are you in this room? Are we going to be competing in the same room? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> He's like, you're doing that Frontier Mortician thing. And I was like, yes, it's it's the, the reputation of Frontier Mortician has gone far and wide. And oh, how the children tremble. Oh, my God. oh there's no way I'll be able to stand up to Frontier Mortician. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Dramatic improv was fun, too, because we never didn't laugh. They would give you oh. They would give you prompts like, your father is elderly, and it's time for him to be put into a home, and you have to break the news to him. Go. Three minutes. Three minutes. scene. Go, 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 go. I am always fascinated by people who did improv at a younger age, because I didn't do it until I was well into my 20s. I didn't do it in college at all or anything. I didn't know it was a thing that people did perform like that. So it's always fascinating to hear people who did it in ages like that. It's fun to have it uh, be scored. I'm sure. And have, I, have, have like people get prizes for it. Well, we, yeah. I mean, First place if it's not subjective at all. No, no, no. Yeah. 
Well, John, you've overstated your welcome. Thank you so much for joining us here today. What you would say to all your guests? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. Nope, just you. Nope, just you. <laughs> no, it's everybody. John, if people want to find you, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter. My handle is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K, Pernicek. <laughs> We've learned. Not. Not Pernicek. I'm just, I'm just needling you. I know, that's why. Mama. <laughs> Make him stop. I have a handle for a podcast that I'm currently developing, uh, but I think we've talked about when this comes out, it might, might mm-hmm. very well be available. The handle for the Twitter profile is Musical Man Pod. That's a reference to the title, which is The Musical Man. It's going to be a podcast where I kind of shed light on the winners and nominees for the Tony Award for Best Musical. So it's just going to be like, monologue show where I talk about like the history of the show and then kind of go, go into a dive of uh, comparing the cast recordings to the film to like performances I've watched online or live. And there's over 250 winners and nominees. So if you get on board, you can't escape. You have to be on there for the entire <laughs> ride. That's why I picked States so we could have at least 50 episodes and that's it. Then you circle back. Very cool. And we'll circle back and then we'll do them Tucky again. Too. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much, folks. When we come back from our break, we're going to meet our improvisers and then do that improv. This is the ad space. Since no one's purchased an ad space yet, I will go ahead and promote something of my own. My birthday on Thursday, February 28th. If you were in Chicago, I'd like to invite you to Cards Against Humanity Theater for an album recording of a stand-up show that I have written. It's at 7.30 on February 28th at Cards Against Humanity Theater. If you want more information, go to my Twitter, at Cabana. It will be very, very fun. Please come to that. That'll be making me very, very happy. I'm not depressed. It's just a we haven't had anyone buy an ad yet, so I'm going to take this time to thank people who have left us reviews. We have six five-star reviews. That's pretty good. And the ones that I can see, I will read. First one is by Apt Harper. What fun! Overstated is one part interview, one part improv. Holy, a wonderful show. Next one I can see is by Finn Sword Dude. They say, Love Stephen Kropa. This show is a show made by Stephen Kropa. My boy! I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. And the last one I can see is by Mama D'Amato. This is a delightful podcast. I like learning about the states, and the improv is very crazy so good. I appreciate all of you. Please keep leaving those reviews. They really help us out, especially my ego. Thanks for returning. Yep, you're listening to this, so you're back. I'm going to talk now to our improvisers who will be doing a scene with me. I'm going to look at one of them, and that's who I'm going to talk to. The first one I'm talking to is Taylor B. Hill. Taylor! Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good. How are you? Oh, no one ever asked me back. Thank you. That's very nice. Uh, Have you been to Kentucky before? No. Do you have any interest in going? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe if it's like, yeah, let's stop at this Wawa or... I don't know if Wawa is in Kentucky. I don't think it sounds like it is. I don't think it is. No, it's not. Is it a Sheets? Sheets I associate with Pittsburgh. I don't think we have sheets. Oh, yeah, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> but again, anyone go Then there? maybe yeah. I... No. Okay. Not even for a pit stop. They freaked out when they got a Panera, and I think that was like 15 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Like, Panera, what a delight. <laughs> oh, gourmet. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I, hate, I hate to hear what happens if they get an all-bomb pan.
<laughs> Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to look at someone else now, and it's going to be the person across from me, Jen Ducharm. Jen! <laughs> I just punched Jen in the stomach. That's what I <laughs> Listen up, nerd! <laughs> I'm sorry, I was late. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Jen, have you been to Kentucky before? I have driven through Kentucky, yes. Is there anything of note? Was it nice foliage at least? I don't know even what the climate of the Kentucky is. It was beautiful. I went there in the summertime and I went to two places of note. I went to the Creationist Museum. Oh, how was that? Taylor's face. <laughs> is that, is that the... It's people who believe that uh, the book of Genesis is truly how the world started. And they devoted... I love... They buy like old <laughs> exhibits from museums. Right. And then just like tear out like all the oh, different yeah. plaques and they're just like when god created this 300 years ago <laughs> well, this is the one where they have like people riding raptors and stuff right isn't like people living with well, dinosaurs you're not allowed to get on the raptors but this guy did <laughs> <laughs> i meant like that's even why like... we were kicked out <laughs> is that true <laughs> No. Oh, okay. No, like, they oh. can tell that we were, uh, I mean, we were laughing. <laughs> did, they, did they kick you out? No, but it was just one of those, like, we're going to watch you real yeah. carefully. We're going to, we know who you are. You weren't yeah. made here. <laughs> I've always here? wanted to go to, like, that Noah's Ark thing. Oh, like, in Indiana? Yeah, in Indiana. Yeah. It's, like, the same type of thing where they have Only this giant. Only if it's a water park. You know what I'm saying? It's not, but that's such a <laughs> missed <laughs> opportunity. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, if it's a water park, they need a rebrand. Yeah. So you went to the Cranchness Museum. What was the second place of note? The Maker's Mark Distillery. Oh, yes, the it Bourbon was, Trail. Okay, quite pleasant. We didn't totally go on the okay. full-on Bourbon Trail, but it was very pleasant, very cool. I... Became more invested in whiskey after the process, thanks to the swag. Oh, of course. That used to, it was right before they were purchased by Anheuser-Busch, so it was still just a very local but buzzworthy sort of distillery. Yeah. So I don't know what it looks like now. I'm sure it looks like more a terrifying corporate <laughs> corporate posh power plant uh yeah. the budweiser facility the actual brewery is yeah. where they shot the interiors of the enterprise in the new star trek movie so that's a fun fact that is <laughs> nobody yeah. cares I'm, okay i'm regretting being here but that's cool <laughs> oh that person who you heard is justine Kruger. <laughs> we're gonna talk to justine justine we record these two at a time so you're still here which is lovely justine how are you doing this morning i'm a little sweaty now <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Kentucky? Sort of. Oh, explain yourself. So when I was in high school, mm -hmm. I was also in like a drama club and we were doing a competition which was taking place like way, way, way down southern Illinois. And there's nothing down there. The closest restaurant to us was in Kentucky. So we drove. <laughs> we all had to drive to Kentucky to get dinner. What was the restaurant? I think it was like an Outback Steakhouse or something <laughs> like really. It was some chain. Okay. And I remember being there and I went in the bathroom and I heard all of these like. <clears throat> uh, and I was like, oh, my God. And I was in high school. So I was like, wait till my friends hear about right. this. And I. <laughs> so I'm out and I'm washing my hands. And then the, the stall door flies open and this older woman comes out and she's like help me and she turns against the wall and like kind of seizes down the wall oh and God. starts throwing up and i was like 
oh my God. <laughs> and my friend comes in the bathroom and I'm like, get paper towels. And I go out and I see this waiter, this young waiter. Yeah. And I go, call 911. And he's holding a tray and he's like, oh, okay. I go back in. She's just kind of like slowly breathing. And I go back out and I see that guy. I said, did you call 911? And he's like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> so I, I found like a manager. I was like, you need to call 911. There's this woman who collapsed in the and, bathroom. And really <laughs> review this person's hiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like some like 16 year Right. kid and i'm like 14 and he's probably like she's probably playing a joke i don't right. know what the situation was and it turned i i had heard that she had had like some sort of surgery recently uh-huh. i think probably like a gastro bypass and mm-hmm. ate too much oh so that was my experience of kentucky okay john was that pretty on par with kentucky <laughs> I was gonna say, that's, that's difficult was that woman's name margaret <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looked, definitely looked like a margaret oh, classic margaret oh my god Folks, we've met our improvisers. Now we're going to do some improv for you. It will take place in the capital, which we have learned is Frankfurt. It's up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mom she's wrong. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and our inspiration for that improv will be the state's motto. Now, not what the actual state's motto for Kentucky. Do you know what it is? I have it written down. Yeah, I looked it up. It's united we stand, divided we fall. Yes, which are the first words from that Brotherhood of Man song. <laughs> Brotherhood of Man. Brotherhood of Man. You know, it's that. It's, it's if you if you're watching a movie that's set in the Vietnam War, like they have that song play. It's like United we stand, divided we fall. I'm kind that of one. interested in what year that motto right. was, came up. Was it during the Civil War? Like that they were like, quick, let's Ooh. come up with a motto that makes it sound like we didn't pick side. Right. Like the, yeah, I believe the, in the logo of the the state flag, it is two soldiers from the both sides coming together and like shaking, shaking hands. hands. Oh I my believe, gosh. Man, I could be wrong yet again. But what? it is two people coming together and like giving the old handshake. But what should Kentucky's motto be? I believe it should be bluegrass, burgoo class, kiss my ass. One more time. Bluegrass. Bluegrass, burgoo class, kiss my, but that's A-S-S. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Bluegrass, burgoo class, kiss my ass. Thank you so much, John. We now bring you to Frankfurt. I got to leave early today. Again? I got a gig. That's a gig? That was four days in a row you got to leave early for a quote-unquote gig. What is this gig tonight? Well, I'm telling you, I'm real hot. I gotta get to this gig. I'm, I'm like really getting up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. You have not told me what you're doing yet. Well, I don't want to cheat. I've been keeping it a secret, but now I guess maybe I'll come support you. What is the gig? Well, okay, I'm I'm doing a recording. <gasps> what? We're all we're all a gas here. Us us four coworkers. Are you trying to get out of sales, Linda? I gotta follow my heart. I gotta just, I gotta do what's in me to do, what I have been blessed to do. I have to sing, okay? I have to sing. Dale, you're telling me you're singing. You're telling me, which my name is Derek, Linda, and... Paula. No, I know Paula. I just was pointing at you, but I was going to say it too. You're telling me that you sing. I have to sing. You have to sing or you do sing? I will and you're going to continue. Looks like both. I just don't want to jinx it, okay? <laughs> Can you I jinx it? I just don't want to jinx it. Well, what? <laughs> I mean, we're all... This is <gasps> a family business. I know. Man, you're telling us we're on a need-to-know business? 
in this family. You don't share anything? What, we were going to learn about your singing stuff in the Christmas card letter? Like, how am I going to fill it in if I don't know this information? Okay, well, it's just... Not to... I'm not jumping down your throat or nothing. I just... I'm I'm very vulnerable about this, okay? I'm very vulnerable about this. We know, we know. First, you you say that you're singing, and then you're using words like vulnerability. I I just don't even know what to think. I'm in shock. Well, I didn't want to say anything, you know? I didn't want to say anything, just in case. I, I mean, I would. I didn't hey, want to ruffle any feathers. You gotta calm down. I don't want you to get any vocal fry. I don't want to get any either. Okay. Who's gonna cover the customer service line while you're out? Yeah, did you get your shift covered? You're the in this only family one business, that's you, good to be talking to people. You got to go in the slack and ask somebody to cover your shift. I, I just oh. put together the packages. I can't talk. Can't. Oh, well, Linda, I mean, can't you split the... It's not a lot. I'm getting like three calls a day. Oh, okay. Well, then here. I found this pager the other day. Why don't you take this with you and then you can have it on stage? So that way, if someone rings, you can still answer the calls. It's a high-class pager. Because we're getting questions like, where, what is our capital? And what is our state bird? And what is our... We're here at the one rest stop in Kentucky. And people ask us questions. And it's a four-person job. And if one person leaves, well, four minus one is... Two. Maybe. I don't Too know. Too hard not... to answer. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not the accountant. I'm the face of the business. Okay. I go out there. I shake hands. I say, welcome to our rest stop. Would you like a pamphlet? And they say no. And I go, all right. And I go back inside the door. And then I wait for more people to walk in. How am I going to do that if I'm answering calls? Ooh, I have a solution. Please do share. I don't want to be the type of family that steps in front of other people's dreams. So what if you do your little gig out front <gasps> give everybody a good old kentucky welcome i know where the amps are and i can probably scrounge up a mic this is gonna be a production <gasps> paula that is such a beautiful idea if we're doing a big idea share right now i got mm. another one. Oh, we are family that's right and what word goes behind family a lot fun family fun but what is another word band family band <laughs> oh i love it I love it. Like the Partridge family? Maybe. Are they mm-hmm. were they related and they sang? Yes. Then exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> why don't we go? Why don't we all you know what? <gasps> don't tell the boss. Why don't we all go to the gig? You mean don't tell dad? We can't tell daddy. Okay. 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 I gotta let you guys know. It's a commercial spot. Uh-huh. I'm singing for a I'm singing for a local restaurant. Which one? It better be one that we like. Oh my gosh. Wait, let's go over to the brochure chart. Uh, okay. Oh, I have it right here. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not that one. Oh, uh, try, 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 try. No. Sammy's chicken. Uh, close. Barbara's biscuits. Closer. Clara's cool Yes. Clams. Clara's cool clam cool cups of clams. Cool cups of clam shack. Wait, what's the jingle? When we, when we round table this, right, and we can all get in, yeah. and uh, it'll be a lot more fun for everybody. Okay, well, you know, don't share this with anyone else. It's confidential for the hey, client. Wait, hey. what happens in the band stays in the band. Yeah, okay. we have to do one of our... Until the Christmas newsletter. Our classic Weeks Handshake, because that's our name. <laughs> We're the Week family. We put our hands in, and then we twinkle our hand toes. 
And we're doing this for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sunday, Monday, Monday Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and three weeks. Okay. So, uh. This is Jingle. This is for a Jingle. Clara's cup Hello. of. What is it? Clara's cup of clam check. chowder. Check. Check. Clara's cup of clam chowder. Check. <laughs> oh, did you have some of the. Was that. Did it? you eat some of it before? <laughs> <laughs> is it just somebody going. No. Because that's the sound that clams make. No. Okay. Just get nervous. Don't get nervous. Okay. Well, what if we, we turn look, our backs? Yeah, we'll turn. What if we don't backs. look at you, but we'll listen more intently? Imagine us in our underwear. That makes me even more nervous. You start us off, and we'll just we'll just come in as backup. Just back gonna up. go in the corner. I'm gonna sing in the corner right here. Okay. If you're looking for something hot, hot. if you're looking for something thick, thick. But if you're looking for something runny, runny, you better get over here quick. That's it. That's, that's it. That's that, all. That, that was pretty yeah. good. And I like we all jumped yeah. in on that. I didn't find a spot for me because I was very enthralled. Wow. Wow. I got goosebumps without you guys. If you're looking for something runny, looking for something hot. Oh, hot. Hot. You're looking for something, something thick. Thick. But if you're looking for something runny. Runny! You better get over here quick. And then I come in and I... Uh, I don't know. I don't uh, know. I'm not a performer like you. You can shake hands. Yeah. I can only shake hands and I can only I have to be I have to do it live. I can't do any of the recordings. Oh, oh. oh no. Or maybe... Could you lip sing for the for the recording? Yeah. I could sure I sure can lip sync for the recording. <laughs> you do look really good on camera. Are you audio and visual for this? Well, they suggested recording me while I was in the studio, but <laughs> I get nervous. You gotta come down. You gotta calm down. Why? Oh, oh, don't because if you get nervous, exhale. if you get nervous, then oh, I... oh, oh, oh. you're just exhaling. Oh. Inhale. When you get nervous, I get nervous. No, I'm starting to get nervous. Oh no, it's our, it's our weak stomachs. Weeks don't weeks. have weak stomachs. I'm so weak. I'm so weak. Oh no, I think I can't go anywhere. I shit my pants. Don't tell Daddy. Daddy does not like. Daddy does not like poop. I know he hates poopy oh, no. pants. Oh no. It's 3.05. Oh, no. Daddy's going to be here. But I got to In 30 go. seconds. Oh, no. Uh, Paula. Scram. Scram. Cover me, Paula. I will. Get I'll underneath I'll the table. Me? I, anyway, I'm just in the outhouse in the back, okay? I can't. Nobody asks anything. Get out of here. Wait, give me your pants. We have to trade pants. Oh, the door's opening. <laughs> Thank you. Where are my children? Hi, Daddy. Something smells like shit. It's my butt. It's your butt. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're old enough not to shit your pants. But I'm a weak. I got that weak stomach. Mm, you get that from your mother. Too much exhaling, Papa. Too much exhaling. Yeah. Oh, Paula, you know me so well. Well, just checking in on you. Don't go doing no recording. Goodbye. <sighs> I'd never leave. Okay. He's so intense. He didn't even look at me. <laughs> I was standing right in front of him. <laughs> he didn't even acknowledge me. Guys, I forgot the car keys. <laughs> the car keys to the Jeep Grand Wagoner. <laughs> I can't get out of here. Jeep Grand Wagoner. Okay. All right. Here's the plan. Okay. We got to get you. Where's the recording studio? Down the block? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I was just guessing. I can't believe I was so right. You know, it's 50 minutes away on Chicken Coop Road. <laughs> oh, we can get there. We got to go right now. We got to go right now. It's actually you... it's a shed. It's in a shed? Yeah, but there's microphones in it. It's great. Oh, okay. But it looks like a shed on the outside. <laughs> All right. We I'll can do drive. this. You'll drive? Yeah. You have the keys? We just lost. Do you have another car? I don't know anything about my siblings' lives. I always have backup keys. We're all bringing something to the table, except for me, and that's fine. You're here for moral support. Let's go. And they were all proud to be an Americans. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here. (laughs) Uh, Justine, thank you. You've overstayed your welcome. Thank you. Where can people find you if they were looking? I am on Twitter at JustineFace. I am on Instagram at IJustThrewUp. Yay. How apropos. Jen, you've overstayed your welcome. Where can people find you if they were looking? Um, On Twitter, I am Hyperslacks. At Hyper Slacks. Great. Like the pant. Oh, very cool. And Taylor, you've overstayed your welcome. Where can people find you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram under TBH underscore Parkrat. Dope. Thanks so much, everybody. See you next week where it'll be a different show. Hooray! Hooray! Promotional consideration for Overstate is brought to you by the Kentucky State Horse, the Thoroughbred, a horse breed best known for its use in horse racing. Over 30% of all U.S. Thoroughbred births happen in Kentucky, more than any other state. Overstated with Stephen Kropa is hosted by me, Stephen Kropa. It is produced by Logan Dean. It's edited by Will Bybee. Title music and inside music is provided by Jacob Horn Trio. Get the new album Why Though on iTunes or Spotify, wherever else you get your music. Overstated is recorded live in Chicago, then released not live because we edit it, and it's weeks away. Find us on iTunes and leave us a review, and I might read it here. If it's fun, goodbye. <laughs>